The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Savannah Hugh Moeller, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. And it is time for another edition of Mix Shots. <laughs> High noon on a Thursday, which is actually a Friday from the Cowboys standpoint. That's right. Because the game is on Saturday, not on Sunday this week. <laughs> Saturday night football, Cowboys and the Detroit but it's Lions. A, it's a Monday home. night special edition on, on Saturday. Saturday night. Yeah, right. that's right. So because we got a national. That's because we have national semifinal games on Monday. Monday night, New Year's night, nice. switching to college football, and I am here to announce there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Okay. Only two more mix shots with Mickey wearing that Missouri garb. He's been, he's been, it's he's a good. Been, you know what? Like a peacock, man. It's a, it's a good thing. There's only five days in a week because I don't think I have anything else new to wear. No, I got a sweatshirt for tomorrow. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, that'll yes. be the last. It's gonna one. be one of those bright. Yellow sweatshirt with a big old, old tiger black. on it. It's, it's it old as hell. Okay. It's the oldest one he has. I do have a gold sweatshirt, mm. but it's not a Missouri right. sweatshirt. What, what are you wearing to the game tomorrow night? Um, I haven't decided. You yet. gotta go buy okay. something. I might have to. Mm-hmm. I ran out of time today because they were selling stuff at the. Okay, and so breakfast. Mickey just made it here in time because he was at the. Cotton Bowl breakfast? Or? Yeah, that's coaches, what it is. Coaches now. breakfast. Coaches yeah. breakfast. Nice. At the Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, I have a New Year's present for Savannah. Oh, wow. Oh, oh, nice. Cotton Bowl classic. Nice. Good job. Mickey, Good job. thank you. Did that come oh, with the credentials this, so this year? Cool. No, it came with <laughs> your tickets. No <laughs> 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 the freebie. <laughs> Yeah, at the coach's that reminds me, yeah. I need to go pick up my media <laughs> credentials awesome. to see to get my freebie, whatever it is. Are you going to go to the Mickey. game? No. Nice. Why oh, would you I just go to got that a game? credential? <laughs> cool, cool, cool. To cover it, just go, you're a media yeah. guy. You, you just go uh, pick up the credentials because there's <laughs> get freebies your swag. in there. swag. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Very nice. I'm, I'm just glad you got your chair great. back, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Good. It was so funny watching you back deep in the in the in the corner. It was That's dark right. back then. Yeah, it was. The man. gallows of the SWBC podcast. <laughs> Every studio. once in a while, he come out of the shadows like, "Hey, I got something and, to say." And I got to tell you, do I have permission? <laughs> <laughs> I was I, like, it was like when we started Rob Rob Phillips out. He was at the kids' table off to the side. Uh, right, you talked about that a long time. See, Savannah, you've really advanced. That's yeah. right. Yes, yes. yes that's, we show you a lot more yeah. respect than we yes, did Rob Phillips. Yes, we do. Back Rob. Back. Yeah. 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 And I got to say, I actually walked out of here injured yesterday uh, because Mickey was seated back over my left shoulder. I had to twist around and whenever he talked. And I, I'm no lie, my back hurt the rest of the afternoon. I, I got home and I got on one of those little rollers, you know, that you do keep your back. Did you really? Stuff, you that got stuff on works. a foam roller? Yeah, I drew a foam roller, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because, are you feeling better today? I am better today. We're back to normal. Yes, normal we are. Seating. I've added right. them to the injury. Uh, <laughs> 
Hey, but limited. He's injured, limited. Injured during mix shots. Now, I can understand a listener getting injured during mix shots. Or offended one of the two. <laughs> That's right. But All no, right. it was fun, though. I, I want to mention how fun it was to have Campo on, man. Yeah. yeah. It was that so was cool. good stuff. You know, yeah. he always kept apologizing afterwards. Oh, I think I talked too much. I said, no. No, man. That's why we had you That's on. That's why we had him on. And it's, uh, we could have him on again today uh, because uh, he could go on and on talking about Darren Woodson. Yes. Who, once again, is a finalist, second year in a row oh, for the man. Hall of Fame, one oh, of the 15 oh, finalists. You know, between you two, between you two guys, I'm exhausted. Uh, just trying to explain why you belong in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And it shouldn't really go with any uh, explanation. I mean, the guy, how many times is this? How many times is, has it, it been? Was it he's eight? a for fi- uh, for Woody. It was yeah. eight times. But he's to uh, advanced to the advanced. finalist round. Uh, he's been a semifinalist. Semifinalist, yeah. but he top twenty five. Mm-hmm. But down to the fifteen finalist, it's his second straight year. That's crazy. Yeah, he's only gotten that far. I mean, you know. I mean, that's as far as you can get. Well, before. I mean, in regards to he should have. There should have been many more times if you're going to nominate him. And so, and without running down the list of the 15 finalists, I mean, you have two uh, first-time uh, finalists uh, in first year of eligibility, and that's Antonio Gates and Julius Peppers. And so we'll see whether they get voted in their first year of eligibility. Are there any more safeties or well, Rodney Harrison? Or... Rodney Harrison oh, is the God. safety. Oh, God. Now yeah. they're going to put him ahead of Woody. You see? Because <laughs> yeah. he's on TV all the damn time. Right. Uh, Give me a break, man. I can see I can see it coming. I can see it coming. Oh, wow. And they're going to say, well, he won Super Bowls. Well, mm-hmm. you know what? Woody so won three, Woody. two. Yeah, right? right. Act like he's... Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That's crazy. Anyway, I don't know. Kind of bring in place, down. but uh, Coach Campo was the one who was the first cowboy, basically a staffer, a guy on the coaching staff who went to Tempe and scouted the Arizona State players, and uh, he was the one that discovered Darren Woodson there. Mm-hmm. In fact, it was Felipe Sparks that the, he w- went there to scout, and then Jimmy gave him a list of other players, and Woody Felipe, was the one. Felipe who, Sparks, I, I played with him. Yeah. New York Giants. The dad yeah. of Jordan Sparks. That's right. Yeah. That's, that's right. Crazy, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. You want to hear a funny story? Yeah. <laughs> we are, that's why we're here, Mickey. <laughs> yeah, hear your stories. We're in. We're funny in. you're not. We're going to endure them. <laughs> we're, in, we're in Phoenix. I think it was Phoenix. Where, did Flippy play for the Giants? Yes. That's what we just established. No, that but I'm saying, before, but I thought he had played. Uh, no, he was drafted by the Giants. What was his connection to. To Phoenix, did he? I think Arizona he, State, maybe or well, yes, that's uh, Dave Campo went to Arizona, Arizona State. State. Look at Philippe yeah. Sparks. Sparks. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, so now you're caught up. I got the Now you're caught up. So we're we're at the hotel, and it, it's one of these glass elevators, right? And so I get in there, and he came in. Felipe did, and we were just chatting and we're going up and up and he's looking out over it was one of these atrium mm-hmm. hotels going out and looking and he goes hey you see that floor over there that one that 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 room right there and i go yeah he goes that's where i conceived my daughter wow <laughs> that's a good one that's a good one well thank you for that information yes. yeah. i thought i'd help you out yes <laughs> He must mean it's a good room for them. Yeah, it was yeah, good. Was, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was just going back through history. He was back playing for the don't, Cowboys. Don't get right? on. Don't get on uh, an elevator like that with Dorsett 
if the back is out of it and, and you're going up, he's, he's afraid of heights. Oh, really? And he will not turn around and look out the uh, elevator. Like a glass elevator? He, he will not yeah. turn around. So he fact, he's petrified. Was it St. Bonaventure in L.A.? Right, that hotel. I think that's yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're yeah. known for that. It's it's you know the out, yeah. the back is is, is clear, and he uh, God, he he was petrified. He Hopefully, they didn't around. stay at the Hyatt next to the Superdome in Same New Orleans. Thing. Yeah. Same thing. Oh, it's and it's like thirty floors high. I think Bonaventure right? is pretty high. I think that's the reason. And for it's them all glass. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Crazy. All right, mm. we got a football game. We yeah. do, and um, and it's not the Cotton Bowl that we're going to talk about tomorrow night. <laughs> no, we're going to talk about the game at AT and T Stadium. We'll talk on about Saturday. that on Monday. There we go. We, you have to have I got the, confidence the fight in you. Song, I got confidence in you, Spade. We're going to need two fight songs on Monday, hopefully. That's right. Why is Oklahoma playing? No. No. You're the well, Mizzou, tomorrow's the Mizzou. tomorrow is fight song Friday. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, so, we'll play tomorrow, and then yeah. Right. You know, Monday we'll we'll play the Ohio State and one if, and honor. If Oklahoma <laughs> wins Monday, tonight, we'll play Boomer sooner. Are we? Are we? Um, are playing tonight? By the way, yes, they are. Yeah, yeah. it yeah. doesn't. It's a nobody's Al, playing Alamo Bowl. No, oh, I mean, oh, we don't, we don't yeah. get excited about bowls no, unless it's a college football no, no. playoff. Have you ever played? That's the why we're bowl? we're excited about the Longhorns playing in the Sugar Bowl, so they can cheer against them. My no, problem. I'm cheering for them. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, you got you got to pull for the Big Twelve, man. Yeah. If you're in the Big 12, see, my brother never understood that. He's a UT man. Mm-hmm. I'm an OU man. Yeah. All right. He he seems to think that if OU makes it, then it's, you know, he can't pull for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's so selfish. See, my daddy always told me, growing up in Irving, okay, and so I'm a Texan, mm-hmm. even though I was born in Oklahoma. Did he tell you and, this is a football? And- uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <It's> my daddy. <laughs> and even though my whole family is Sooners, in fact, the northwest entrance to the stadium, our rich side of the family, they mm-hmm. – Purchased basically that side of the stadium, nice. yeah, nice. and uh, at the entrance, whatever has their name on it, and um, even though we got those kind of ties to Oklahoma, he always taught me when OU's not playing Texas, you're rooting for Texas, That's so right. I'm rooting for the Longhorns. Yeah, my brother is so selfish; <laughs> he hates OU. I'm like, dude, you can hate them, but if you guys don't have a chance to represent the Big Twelve, then root for the ones that do. He's mm-hmm. like, nope, I cannot. I which by which, by the way, your new commissioner was at the breakfast, too. Oh, the, how about that? Greg Sankey. Oh, the SEC commissioner. Yes. I say it. Your new commissioner. That's right. That's right. There is an SEC team playing in the game. How about Missouri. that? Yeah. So right. you guys are going to be rivals? Again, we Again. used to be rivals. Playing we in the Big 8. Playing. Yeah, big 8 yeah. and Big 12. Playing and, next year. Mm-hmm. We, we are? Yeah. It's oh, yeah. That's, that's one of the W's on the schedule. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> As I told him, <laughs> as long as they can score. Bill's already talking. Here we go, baby. As, as long as they can score 40 points. Can we just points. get a countdown clock to that game, please? Yeah. Because with their defense, Missouri's putting up North 40. Texas. See, Grambling, North Texas, that just doesn't have the same range exactly. as, as But this will be entertaining to watch. Oh, yeah. Y'all yeah, play each other. I know, right. <laughs> but, you know, we're cool. Yeah. Y'all are not. <laughs> you guys we're are chilling. not. I want to hear about an injury report. Um... So we got another layer to the uh, Matt Willetsko being yeah. elevated to, I mean, activated off injured return. Injured reserve. Yes. Reserve, uh, because not only was his 21 days up, so they had to make 
a decision, either put him on the 53 or he's out for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody the name of Chuma Odoga showed up at the injury report with a toe injury, limited. So I think they were, number one, still concerned about Tyron Smith, but number two, now worried about their depth. <laughs> so right. what, what happened? How did he hurt his toe? Well, I, practice, I guess. Oh, my God, man. Come on. What's going on? What's going on? Let's see. He uh, was not. Was he, he was added to the injury report? Yes, because he was not yesterday? limited on Tuesday. So Wednesday, limited. Toe. So he wasn't DNP, he now. was just limited. Okay. Yeah. Now the left tackle for the Lions, Taylor Decker. Um, he is As went gr- from limited with a groin to DNP. Let me give you a little something on the Lions offensive line, which is one of the best offensive lines in football. Mm-hmm. At left tackle, Taylor Decker, former first-round draft pick out of Ohio State, Mickey. Right. Uh, and then you've got Panay Sewell on the other side, who might be the best tackle in football, the way he's playing. He's listed with a shoulder, but mm-hmm. practicing fully. But if you, the they have three first round, former first-round draft picks on their offensive line and two third-round draft picks who start at guard. Okay. Uh, I, I did the research on it, and when that offensive line is healthy this season, all five starters are playing. The Lions are 7-0. Mm-hmm. If any one of those starters is missing due to an injury, they are 4-4. Four and four. Mm-hmm. So is that's that, how critical that Taylor Decker could be. Is that mere uh, circumstance or there, not. or does that mean something? It could mean something. I don't know. What's the running back's name? David well, they Montgomery? Got two of them. Uh, Montgomery. Shemir, David Montgomery and Shemir, Shemir Gibbs. Gibbs. Yeah. They got, yeah. Who have both combined for over – they have combined for over 2,000 yards from scrimmage and 21 touchdowns. Mm-hmm. You thought those two running backs last week were a handful? Mm-hmm. Well, you got another handful this week Oops. with Montgomery and Gibbs. Try and remember who compared them to um, Zeke and Tony Pollard. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe it was Parsons. They were talking about the different styles of running Thunder, bats. lightning. Uh, or maybe it was Osa. I talked to both of them, one of the two. Um, they were talking about, yeah, it's kind of a change-up. They're not both the same. Montgomery's 225-pounder, ran a 4.6. Okay, so he's your Zeke. And um, although Zeke actually ran faster than yeah, he did, uh, but uh, and then Gibbs runs a 4.35, and he's a 200-pounder. Mm. And but Pollard's a little bigger than him, but, but he's, man, he's got he some can, burst. He can go. He's got some juice. Yeah, yeah. And and they want to run the football. Mm-hmm. I believe they're number three rushing That's, offense. I mean, you can tell. You go back to their first draft after Dan Campbell got there. Remember the scene in the uh, draft room at Detroit when they drafted Panay Sewell. <laughs> mm-hmm. Those those coaches were high fiving each other. <laughs> it was a seventh overall pick. The big offensive tackle out of Washington, and that set the tone for what they want to do as a football team, running the football. And they have improved immensely uh, running the football and also stopping the run. Also, you know, they were 29th in the league in run defense last year, and they're fourth this year in yeah. run That's defense. That's a big difference. Yeah. Ain't lying, sir. But they're 19th in pass defense. Well, you can see what kind of game this is going to be. They well, did against the Vikings. Have to, have to keep up. Last week, they Vikings had 411 passing yards, so they let up a good amount down the field. 
So when I was listening, so yeah, with Nick Mullins throwing the football, (laughs) exactly. So Mullins can throw. We're going to test this, man. (laughs) So when I was listening to NFL uh, radio, I think it was last night. I guess you're listening to Sirius NFL radio. (laughs) I can't. I can't listen to the backups. Who is that? Yeah, yeah. Who are they? The local guys. Okay. Who are you listening to? They were to? pointing out. No, this one, I don't know who was on. Okay. But they were pointing out, wouldn't this be something if Detroit ends up as the second seed and they have to play the Rams? That's exactly right. So the two quarterbacks that oh, got boy. traded, they get to play each And other. we'll see. I mean, the Rams could want. Oh, I know what it was. It was Lomas Brown. Yeah. The former tackle. Yes. That, that is the that's the matchup that is going to you just know it's going to happen. The Rams are going to play the Lions in the uh, wild card round. They, so when they one were way or the other, it's going to turn out like game. that. They and asked, and, and the Lions they, could be the third seed, and right, that happened. And still happened. Yeah, because where the Rams wind up. Uh, they asked him, "What would that be like uh, in Detroit?" And he said. Chaotic, <laughs> and he said, "Who said that?" Uh, Lomas did. Oh, dear, and yeah. he said, "Can you imagine if Stafford comes back here and, and, and beats us?" And then you got Goff, the former Rams, right. you know. The... But but he said it'll be the Monday night game. <laughs> would it be? Uh, will Matthew? Did Matthew leave under bad conditions? No. Yeah. They just decided. Yeah, but, you know no, that I, I said... that is a trade uh, that truly benefited both teams. Mm-hmm. When you see what happened, obviously, well, yeah, and we with Stafford for a while, yeah, right, because right. because golf had this reputation, you know, of being whether soft or whatever, and then he goes up there and gets with a coach who believes in him in uh, in Detroit and. Um, Another example of having the right motivator for the right player, mm-hmm. you know? right? And he's put together now three and two back to back. Really good seasons, Pro Bowl type seasons. He'll, this year now, and last he'll, year. he'll throw an interception for you though. <laughs> but he's a much although better, last he's year he took care of the ball. He only threw seven year. picks last year. I think they were they were uh, first in the league in giveaways last year, as far as being good. Mm-hmm. Fewest giveaways last mm-hmm. year. Kind of like what the Cowboys are this year. This year he has tossed ten. Ten, it's not bad. Yeah, not right. bad. So Twenty-seven a, to ten, as long as no. it's two to one. You're yeah, good. and you're two over. You know, two point seven to one there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and which is a very similar to Tua's mm-hmm. stats, by the way. You know, they've they've done something they hadn't done since '93 and won a division title mm-hmm. already. It'd be by tough. The way. It'd be t- it's tough playing up there in Detroit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if they get some home field advantage in any way, boy. They love that. Even, I mean, even in the new stadium, right? Mm-hmm. The old stadium was even worse. Oh, yeah. The Silverdome? When, when, when the um, Cowboys had to go up there a second round in 91, and they had already lost to uh, Detroit in the regular season, Eric Kramer, mm-hmm. the quarterback. And I'm going, you know, the Cowboys are on this winning streak. They're, they're not going to lose to Eric Kramer again, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I said, there's no way. And so... Uh, my I, the paper had already folded, so I was helping Carol D out, and I had a press pass, and so I went up to the game, and uh, I'm sitting in, like the second or third row of the stands in the end zone, and they played the national anthem, and when it finished, the noise, in the stadium at the Pontiac Silverdome mm-hmm. was so loud. I'm going, I don't think I like my pick anymore. I never won there. Really? I played twice, never won. I played with the with the Cowboys, huh. and they came out and 
So you know how it was. It's one of those games like we're always mad about with the Cowboys now. You go in there, you're supposed to win. You don't because the crowd's going crazy and they're ready for you and you're not ready. Right. We went in there with, with the Browns. Uh, and I remember Belichick, I guess he was accustomed to it. And using his experience, he goes, okay, guys, when we go out here and we warm up, it's going to be a effing circus. It's going to be a circus. And they, he was right. We went out there. They had a, a, a blimp inside going around. In the dome? Yes. And then there's the smoke from whatever they, they have. We were trying to warm up as defensive backs. And they had some fire thing going on back there and you could feel it every time it would it would you know it burst you know so we were over there working out warming up next to that Nick Saban had to move us around to another part of the stadium big another part of the field because it was so hot next to that Whatever the hell that thing was, a torch. Yeah, I know what you're talking like about. Like the pyro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, they're doing all that the stuff. The things you're involved with. Yeah, yeah, yeah the they game. did it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> they did. They did. We don't uh, use the fire anymore. See, Sorry, guys. <laughs> well, thank God. Yeah, probably burned a couple of our guys in, in Cleveland. But no, that was that was ugly. And that I was, was ugly. and then I was. And rock- we went out there and, and they, got our butts kicked. And Detroit kicked their butts yeah, in that game. That's true. They uh, started Burline one more time. All right, we're six minutes late on taking this oh, first oh, break. Man. Man. So yeah, mix shots will continue in just a moment. <laughs> Time flies. Yes, it does. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap at the Prescott who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. We know that juicy, cheesy, grilled-to-perfection burger sounds amazing, but it does sound like something is missing. Pepsi, baby. The yin to this burger's yang. Burgers and Pepsi go together like... Well, like burgers and Pepsi. This perfect blending of flavors makes every bite of lettuce, every sesame seed on the bun, and every sip of that crisp, refreshing, ice-cold cola. A journey to Foodopia. Burgers. Better with Pepsi. That's what I like. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. Did you know that responding to one spam call can lead to more? Or that the IRS would never ask for your social security number on the phone? Beat scammers at their own game by subscribing to AARP Fraud Watch Network alerts and texts. At aarp.org slash beatscammerstx, you can sign up to receive information that helps you recognize and avoid the latest scams. That's aarp.org slash beatscammerstx. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. To mixed shots. Okay, post roofing and waterproofing, the official roofer of the Dallas Cowboys. Guys, I was looking up a couple things for this Lions game. Yes. And the thing that I wanted to find out is what the Detroit Lions are concerned about as far as the Cowboys. So I listened to Jared Goff in one of his press conferences, and two of the players that were brought up in the press conference was Deron Bland and Micah Parsons. He had this to say about Deron Bland, very opportunistic, can take them all the way back to the house. And then when asked about Micah Parsons, he said he's a dangerous player. He's a great player. He can do a hell of a lot, but we've got to be aware of where he's at. So I think those are some two big concerns as far as the Cowboys defense for the Lions. That's why he needs to be at linebacker. You know, when you sent those plays out, Bill, uh, a couple of days ago, you know, we were taking a look at a certain player and, and where they had us lined up and the personnel. Uh-huh. Uh, one thing I did see that was a little alarming, uh, Mike has got to be smarter. He's got to be smarter. There are some plays to where you can't just take off. You know, there are some plays where you have to understand what the formation is mm-hmm. and where you can be beat. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Where your weakness is. I mean, all players, DBs, whatever, you know, we always start from the from the end. Like, what's my worst-case scenario? That's what you have to figure out as soon as you line up. And then you kind of whittle it down to, you know, what mm-hmm. I'm supposed to be doing and how I can make plays. He seems to – he's a little bit one-track-minded. He's got to be smarter because he's got himself out of position a couple of times when clearly he should have been more aware of the quarterback keeping the ball. And see, those kind of things kind of concerns me about him because he gets so frustrated with the inefficiency of the defense itself. And that's when you can tell he just was just going out there freestyling. That is not and, what we need right now. And that can be contagious other uh, with his teammates, too. That's exactly too. what happens. So, and, and which I think that's what happened in the Arizona game, mm-hmm. and it probably happened in the Buffalo it game, did too. Happen, no doubt. Yeah. It's and, no it, doubt. and it happened against Miami because mm-hmm. when I went back and watched, and it was more than what Bill sent us, mm-hmm. He's crashing inside without any awareness of where the football was. Thank you. That's the play I'm talking about. We talking he about crashed hard, hard inside, and the ball wasn't came to close. his. Wasn't even close. No, and he it wasn't, wasn't even. They close. didn't even. I don't even know if they had a play fake on. <laughs> I don't think they and did. the ball came to his side, and it was wide open. He was. He was past the center. Yes. He was past yes. the center. And see, those are the kind of things as because we know how dangerous he is. Everyone knows how dangerous he is, but he's got to be smarter. And the smarter he gets, we always talk about Sean Lee and how mm-hmm. he played. You got to have that kind of mentality in, in regards to aggression with intellect. You understand? Mm-hmm. And that's what not what he's doing right now. And, and see, they had him at linebacker on on uh, on this one play, and he was. Not over the center, but he was in the middle, mm-hmm. right? And it was a running play, I want to say, to his – well, it was either left or right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One of them. <laughs> One of them, One right? Of them. Anyway. No, either way. Uh, could, have been, could have been up the middle. Could have been right <laughs> he, he read it. He read it 
accurately, and he was like shot out of a gun. He just went right through the crease mm-hmm. and like, made like it. Like used to do. And, yeah. I, and that's what I saw of him at Penn State. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I think in the Cotton Bowl, they they <laughs> somewhat ruined his instincts. Like that's where he needs to be. I, I think he may have he may have ruined it himself because of su- the, success the success he, he had with rushing initially. the quarterback. Now right? people are countering that. He's got to know that. I mean, and the coaches should be telling that. Look, I mean, the coaches really should be telling him this. Everyone knows what you're doing. They're going to counter you because if we saw someone like him on the other team, we would do the same thing. Right. I, I think it just takes a conversation in the film session. It can't be that freaking hard. You know, I mean, I know football is hard, right. but as far as figuring out and anticipating, that's something that he has got to do better, and it's hurting this running defense. And I think, and I think they just can't bring it to themselves to say, "Okay, you're not doing it. Come here, sit by me." They got somebody's got to do something. It's got to be a, a Sean Lee's got to be in the room somewhere. And uh, we we mentioned it during the show yesterday, the roster move they made yesterday, right. which was obviously, well, let's go active uh, off of injured reserve and Rashawn Evans uh, waived. And um, then the news came out later in the day that uh, from the Frisco police that Evans had been arrested uh, the previous day. And I'm here to tell you that had nothing to do with the mm. release. Because yes. I thought it did. No. I thought yeah. it, did. No. it had nothing to do with it. Now, Plus, it was like a. In fact, I was not surprised that Evans was released after seeing against Miami that he had no defensive snaps in that game. He had mm. seven special team right. snaps. He's and only... one of the issues with him is they need, if, even if they're not going to use that particular linebacker spot on defense, that linebacker spot has to be used on special teams, and he does not have a history of playing special teams in his career, and they need a guy who uh, can occupy that spot who can be a special teams player. And when he's been active, he's played more special teams than regular snaps, Um, 14 in the last four games. And by the way – I'm thinking that uh, the reason Marquise Bell uh, had limited snaps in the game is uh, he's he is now how many games into the season? 15 games into this season, and his uh, his his body uh, at 215 pounds playing that position needs a break. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking that's probably why. Curse was in there more at linebacker, mm-hmm. and then and Bell had only 31 snaps in the game. However, with the Lions on the line, right, and you got to have well, that's the other thing. The of, top guys out. The there. other part of that is the way the Dolphins play offense, and you want as much speed on the field as possible, which would mean get Bell on the field. Right. It didn't make any sense him not being on the field as much, and so I'm thinking he's probably. Even though he's not on the injury report, he's probably got some uh, nicks and, you know, mm-hmm. that he's. Yeah. So that's my two cents worth well, on that. I would imagine this draft, we're going to be looking at linebackers. Well, and they get overshown <laughs> back uh, from his ACL yeah. injury, but he is a player then now coming off an ACL injury. Take and you time know how to that develop. goes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and he hasn't uh, played. And, and, and well, he's a guy that was a safety uh, recruited right, yeah, out of ARP, Texas, uh, five star safety and converted to linebacker in college. I mean, so he is exactly what the NFL has become at the linebacker position. He just doesn't have the experience. And the biggest mm-hmm. issue that I have with playing safeties at linebacker is they haven't spent their life reading and reacting like a linebacker does and sniffing out plays Everybody and stuff. Everybody can't do that. Right. Everybody cannot do that. Right. And it's, it's, this isn't on the job training here. And 
you got to be ready to take on an offensive tackle right. who gets off the line of scrimmage. Yeah, and that is our problem. Well, and that's the other part of it is if we, especially with Jonathan Hankins out, and you don't have the big hulking defensive tackle who can occupy the blockers and keep them off the off the linebackers too. And did we? Did we? Are we countering that with five defensive linemen? Or there's no. No, there's there have been, there we were occasions. Once? They did it a little. They did. Which uh, game was it? Well, in the Miami game, there were times, not very often, maybe a handful of times in the game, uh, dictated probably by situation, where they would play with an extra defensive lineman, but never they never had what you would say, even in short yardage situation, mm-hmm. seven front seven players who weren't safeties by nature, you yeah. know, a curse being yeah. a safety. Yeah. They counted him as a linebacker yeah. in the game. But you can on you can yeah. do that on on short yards and goal line. Yeah, especially goal line. You can do that. Somewhere in that you can, winning you can streak. put the bigger bodies in the field. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yes. And that's that and that was what was alarming to me in the Buffalo game. I mean, down on the goal line, there were there were five DBs and six you know, bigger bodies right. on the field. I'm right. like, how can you stop them on the goal line with if you got five or six DBs on the field? You can't on on a, at the one yard line. So maybe it was the Giants game here or Washington. They they actually started playing five guys on the line. Mm-hmm. I mean, defensive front. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, it was only for that it. game. Right, we haven't done this. Since. I remember, you know, I'm saying, okay, you know what? I kind of like that. It's like, okay, I'm right. stopping the run, damn it. Well, what is what is Quinn? Right. What is is Quinn having any press conferences? Is he saying he, he didn't have one this week, right? No, there was the because of the short week. Short week, they didn't talk. Short week, my ass. I'm gonna hear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna hear some stuff, man. All right, something. the shots are flying. <laughs> All right, Jeez. and more mixed shots <laughs> flying in a moment here. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. Cowboys football and Miller Lite. What a pairing. Can cracks a kickoff. Tailgate's going way past postgame. Sunday night overtimes followed by Monday morning swagger. Brisket in the smoker. Miller Lite in the cooler. America's team playing America's greatest sport. Miller Lite, the only beer of the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys football tastes like Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2023 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. Did you know that responding to one spam call can lead to more? Or that the IRS would never ask for your social security number on the phone? Beat scammers at their own game by subscribing to AARP Fraud Watch Network alerts and texts. At aarp.org slash beatscammerstx, you can sign up to receive information that helps you recognize and avoid the latest scams. That's aarp.org slash beatscammerstx. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. 
That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi, and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Back, back to mixed shots. Enjoy premier dining, shopping, and experiences from over 20-plus restaurants, shops, and more at the Star District. Check out Women's Boutique Flea Style of Frisco and the official boot partner of the Dallas Cowboys, Lucchese. Enjoy New Year celebrations at Snowbird Cocktail Lounge, Concrete Cowboy, and CityWorks Eatery and Poorhouse. Visit thestardistrict.com for the full directory. Mm. Today is December 28th, right? <laughs> Yes, it is. Yeah, right. All yes, day. <laughs> you know, December 28th holds a special place in Cowboys history. And in this podcast. It does? Are, are you going to tell us? Yeah. Why this podcast? Because I'm here. Oh. It's, it's, it's my because birthday. It's year. my birthday. That's why. It's, I'm here. Is it's, it really? It's special. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're not even a good actor. <laughs> Hold on. I'm going back to the notes. I wrote these all down. This might be on me, you guys. Oh, uh, no. This is on Bill. No, Bill it's already on Bill? knew. Bill already knew. He I did not know. He already knew. This was. Bill's the man. So the Hail Mary happened on your birthday. <laughs> That's right. you damn right. I it's was going to bring Mary up the Hail. It's Hail Mary it's Day. Hail Mary Day? No. No, it's, it's Hail Emerson Day. Day, baby. <laughs> This is Everson Walls Day. That was my 16th birthday. That was Your the happiest birthday I ever had in my life. 16th Wait, is birthday. This, is this the birthday song? Are you playing something? Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh very nice. nice. I, thought, I thought it was really going deep with some, some like black and red. That's and probably thank all you. he can thank use. You, That's all he thank can you, use without you paying. Thank you, Chris. Happy birthday, right. Everson. I thought you were going to pull out a Willie Nelson happy birthday. So that was so. your 16th birthday. <laughs> that was my 16th 1975. Birthday. Man, December 28, so 1975. You and Derek Eagleton have the same birthday. You are lying. Oh, it's Derek's wow. birthday. Derek's birthday today, too, yes. Nice. Wow. Nice. Nice. Cool. I remember coming in, man, after the, after the catch and... Damn, no, that, wasn't the, that wasn't the catch. That was a different game. It was an since. actual catch. <laughs> it was an actual. Drew had to catch the ball. Well, he had to pin it on his hip. <laughs> so after the catch that Drew made in the Hail Mary game, I uh, I just remember I, I didn't know what to do. You know, I'm, I don't have no brothers or nothing at the time, so I'm just. I didn't know what to do, man. I mean, damn, uh-huh. we had just, that was amazing, right? So I'm, that, I, I skipped into the kitchen, and my mom's in there making my birthday cake. I'm like, Mom, she don't give a damn about football. <laughs> you know, I go in there, I, I had nobody to talk to. I know, I know Mom. the feeling. I know <laughs> the feeling. <laughs> I'm like, Mom, the Cowboys just won the game. That way. I mean, I, I didn't really say it enough to where I said they just won the game. I mean, you know, to say that is nothing. I mean, and you said you said they not only won the game, but it was a hail mary. No, no we didn't know it was that. a hail mary then until Roger I, said it was. She a hail didn't mary. even let me get that far. Uh-huh. She was like, "Boy, she was doing my cake." I remember she was doing my cake. That remind that reminds me of when uh, I was in college when uh, Roger threw the touchdown pass to Tony Hill to beat Washington. <laughs> yes, in 1979. Is that right? Yes, 79. Okay, 79. And uh, I was at the frat house in, in my room. We I lived in the, the annex, the Sigep South is what we called it. And um, and so 
it was colder than all get out in mm. Norman, Oklahoma that day. And so I'm in there watching it, and I went ru- running outside, <laughs> <laughs> jumping up and down like on ice outside, <laughs> and I sprained my ankle. <laughs> I, was, I was looking for some. I was Jim Valvano. I was Jim Valvano yes, trying too. to find somebody right. to, to hug. You couldn't find anybody. To I, find I, I just went outside and started playing just by myself because nobody was around. I, I just didn't know what to do. I was just had all this energy, and I was happy, and it was crazy, man. Forget my birthday. We won the game, bro. That's all I worried about. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun. That was good. Very Tri- good. Trip down memory lane there, yeah, Mickey. And a good birthday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. You do anything special for your birthday? Uh, going to a friend's house tonight, and uh, my boy Larry Lundy headed to his house. For some reason, his wife loves to cook for me, and uh, that's a have good a family thing. over. Uh, She's uh, from the islands. So we're going to have, like, the yellow rice and the, the beans. And Very good. That makes Sounds sense. great. Yeah, she's she's cool chick, man. Well, that was an extensive tour that came by. Yeah, that's still A lot coming. of people. That's still coming. Um, yeah. That's for my birthday. They all came to that's sing, for my birthday, right? sing yeah. happy birthday forever said. If, if this was out there. If if Nate if was that, if, if it was if, uh, being piped out there in the hallway, they would. Like, if Nate and Frisco <laughs> was out there, he could lead them and happy singing happy birthday to ever somebody. You better, you better check your text. I'm sure Nate sent some uh-huh. goofy text. They were they were shooing them through too. All right, Mickey, we got five minutes left for more mix shots. What here. do I have? Yep. What um, do you got? What do you got? Let's so get down the football. Here's another one on Detroit. I noticed. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've won 11 games. That has tied their franchise single season high. Have never won more than 11 games in a single season. Hmm. So they're going for history here uh, at the AT&T. As a matter of fact, the last time they've won 11, 2014, 1991, and 1962. 1962. Anybody here? Born by 62? Uh, a couple Other of than us were. me? And me. Mickey was. I mean, uh, Everson, Everson was. was. He, yeah. he announced that earlier. Can't relate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, the better question for, for Savannah, Savannah goes your, home and are she's your like, parents me. born before? Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so who's the quarterback in 62? Milt Plum. Was he good? No, I'm George Plimpton. Could have been. Oh, I was wow, close to that's it. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I forgot all about him. Paper Lion. <laughs> Go, uh, good book. Savannah, you need to Google Paper Lion, George Plimpton. Okay. It goes back to our day. Yes. That's the way the media was back then. That was. It was Milt Plum. Yeah. And Earl Morrill. Milt Plum. Milt Plum. <laughs> it was a backup. I'll look it up, you guys. There you go. <laughs> Well, that was a nice little nugget. How about that? Okay, was and the Cowboys looking for their eleventh win. My, uh, what you remember predictions at the beginning of the season? What we predicted the Cowboys to win? How many games in the regular season? I know what mine was. I, I did eleven. Cowboys or 12. are still I on think track. I did eleven. I, I don't recall doing this. I did twelve. Were you here? Well, you were, were a late arrival. You were a late arrival. I was like a week late. Yeah, a week yeah. late yeah. into the season. Mm. So you can just make up whatever it is. We're going with I think twelve. I 12 think I, I, I'm pretty sure I went twelve. It'd be third straight twelve. I think I did eleven. Got to win this one and got to beat Washington. Right. Get to twelve and five. I right? think mm-hmm. when I, I know what I was thinking is that we'd be hopefully we'd be trending upward as we got to the end of the season. 
I didn't think I, I was gonna. It was gonna be easy. I didn't, it was gonna be so an easy eleven or twelve. Where is the Cowboys' arrow right now? Lateral. It? It's lateral right now. We we could lose three in a row. You could. need to be on the yeah. upward trend. Yeah. We need to be. So you came out of that. How, how did you feel about this team coming out of that Miami game? Still lukewarm, because only because, you know, all all the teams right now. I mean, forget about the final. Yeah, to me, they're in the middle of the pack in regards for, forget to. The, forget about the final score of that game. Right. Where, how is this team playing coming out of that game? Well, if you're going to look at it that way, then I have to look at us uh, inability to play the run. It does not look good. Until we can do something about that, it, it's silly to me that no one's trying. That, that's the concerning like we're not part. It, other the, than here in the, in the media. That's the concerning part for me. <laughs> Is anytime we've playing lost playing Jaron Curse at linebacker by necessity, or was this just a one-time uh, no, okay I mean, strategy, they, strategic move against the Miami team, or was it based on what you right. didn't see against Buffalo the week before? And you're making no, they were con- very concerned about the pass, so then they decided maybe to to be a little soft on the run. Is that but what his, you're he say? was the third line, he was the third linebacker all year last year. But my my concern is him being the second linebacker. Yeah. Well, Curse or Bell? Bell. Okay. We'll get him out there. I'm going to get him out there. All right. <laughs> You're going to heal either, him. Either way, they're either way <laughs> they're going to be overwhelmed. Either way, they're going to be overwhelmed. All right. And then the, the, here's the other part of the it. Ability to stop. Here's to the other part block. of it. What of having injury at linebacker? To their one linebacker on the roster, Damone Clark. Mm-hmm. Now what? On like during the game. Yeah, what you right. put Jordan Lewis? <laughs> because look at the practice squad. There's only, <laughs> there's yeah, only two linebackers good after that. on the practice squad. And I'm thinking Buddy Johnson has a chance to be yeah. uh, elevated this week. I'm thinking probably because Malik, Malik's already used uh, his three. You would elevations. have to put him on the fifth. Right. I think I think Buddy Johnson's probably looking at an elevation this week. I mean. Uh, I'm so frustrated. I, I, it seems as if, you know, I'm, I'm like we're running around. The sky is falling. You know what I'm saying? The sky is falling. Nobody's doing anything about it. You know, we just status quo as if, hey, man, we, we didn't just get 200 yards rolling on us in Buffalo. We mm-hmm. didn't just show weakness against the Dolphins. You know, allow them to move the chain. 91 yards. Oh, there you go with the numbers. It's not about the numbers. Well, last night I watched the episode of Hard Knocks oh, that yeah. the Dolphins featured when they played us this last week. I weekend. saw a little clip. And so I, you know, went down, you know, and relived a little bit of pain uh-huh. there watching it. Mm-hmm. But I will say one of the biggest things that stuck out to me the most is when they were prepping for the game, the Dolphins' really biggest concern was Dak and his ability to run on third downs and get a first down mm-hmm. because he's – he the way he scrambles that was right. one of their biggest concerns that they you know mm-hmm. kind of and were talking about in the episode they... and that is that is a concern and that should be a concern for the lions he does a good job at scrambling and being able to get the ball out when he scrambling needs to scrambling to pass exactly scrambling to pass so here's what the dilemma is i just wanted to check so their tight end sam laporta he's good 74 catches mm. so how do you rookie gonna, out of Iowa. You don't want a tight end defending him. I mean, a linebacker defending him. He's 87 also, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. 
So it, you, you're, there's a conundrum there. They run the ball well, but the tight end needs a safety probably to cover them. And the only safety that's big enough to do it is J. Ron Curse. And see, so he's a he's a mismatched player, and as and J. Ron didn't cover that well downfield. Uh, I don't he's a think good so either. Player. He's a good zone player. He can't player. if he's got to make the guy not get off the line of scrimmage. Yeah, he never does not. <laughs> and as as McCarthy pointed out yesterday, you know he's a good two way tight end. Like he can get downfield, but he's also a pretty good blocker. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's the I know the Cowboys there. liked him coming out of Iowa. Yeah, they. Did. I mean, there was thought. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure they were. He was in the conversation uh, in the first round. I mean, he went 34 to Detroit, mm-hmm. and so you know, obviously in the draft, having lost Dalton Schultz, there was a lot of speculation about the Cowboys taking a tight end, and I think Laporta was probably at the top of their list. So and he I, got and, got taken, and yeah. and rightly so. He's he's got 74 catches in his rookie season, yeah. and he gets down the field. It's none yeah. of these five yards turn around. And he's post, like always post up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's just like our eighty-seven. To but me, you got him in with a fourth instead of yeah, a second. That's right. Mm-hmm. All right, so much more to get to oh, tomorrow. My. We're not going to talk Missouri football tomorrow. Is that a deal? Everybody agrees. <laughs> I'm with you after okay. after the fight song. Yeah, there you go. All right, and so we'll talk after Oklahoma football song. and the post-game show from tonight's Alamo Bowl in the next edition <laughs> of Mix Shots. Go Cowboys! This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!